Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Lauren Baptiste, and she is an executive wellness, clo- wellness coach at Akiloa Wellness. I believe I said that right. If not, she's going to pronounce it right for you guys. Please do not Please do not um, get on me today, okay? But um, hi, Lauren. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I do want to give you the opportunity to open up and let the audience know a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. So as Maya mentioned, my name is Lauren Baptiste and my company is called Akaloa Wellness. And what it's focused on is helping ambitious, empowered, inspired individuals just like you break through the the stress that we're dealing with so that you can thrive. So I do this with different mindset tools, techniques, and other pathways to help you break through any plateaus that one is experiencing in their life. And I think now more than ever, with everything going on, we all could use a little bit of extra love and tools and techniques. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So let us know how you got started on this journey. What drove you towards to choosing this path in your life? Yeah, it started with me being on that path without the support. And then from there deciding I need to create that. So it was about at this point of eight years ago that I was working really hard over time, crazy hours, you know, eating takeout all the time, all of the things. Mm -hmm. And although mentally I can sustain, it was when my body started to give out and I was on the middle of a work trip. And I ended up getting completely sick, ended up having to go to a hospital in the middle of this work trip. And then for me, that was my rock bottom of like, wow, if I don't do something now, this is going to get even worse. And then once I finally started to put my oxygen mask on, the realization was, if I don't help others, then this Mm -hmm. is going to be a perpetuating pattern. And now Mm -hmm. we can see that with burnout being a diagnosable disease and so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. I know it's so important for us to be able to take the things that we learn and just pass it on to others because, you know, if we want to grow and be able to create pathways and change our society, we have to kind of figure things out and bring it back to others so that we can evolve essentially as a group, as a society, as one in in general. So I'm really excited to learn more about that. So let us know a little bit more about what you do and how do you help individuals, you know, find themselves, find their pathways and essentially become a, you know, apart from their break syndrome. Yeah. So I do this two ways. So I work with individuals one-on-one and I do coaching and I support them in that regard. And then the other way that I support individuals is actually going through the employer network. So I work within organizations and I help create programs that deal with stress reduction so that, you know, maybe that person who didn't realize I need to invest in myself to come out of this funk, maybe the company will support them and give them that opportunity. And so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of speaking to the version of myself that I was where Mm -hmm. I didn't know that the coaching existed or how that worked. And then Mm -hmm. I also wish that my employer was like, we get that you work a lot. We're here Mm -hmm. to support you. So for me, that feels like a very aligned way to divide and conquer and help in different ways. Mm -hmm. No, awesome. I think that's important too, because it's, you know, making work environments that are 
conducive to our mental health and our physical health and our um, well-being essentially are important. And sometimes we have to realize that we need that ourselves in order for someone else to give that to us. We have to know what we deserve. Um, and it's kind of like a re- sort of respect thing, you know? Absolutely. It's so important that I think that we're, as we're growing up, you know, whether we're first coming into the profession out of college, whether we're mm-hmm. in our forties, fifties, and like at the leadership level, we need to know that there's, there's an importance in taking the reins of our well being. No, most definitely. So what is some of the biggest struggles that you've had to overcome in order to tell yourself that, you know what, I'm trying to help myself, but I need to spread this to other people as well. Like what was the biggest obstacle in getting to that point in your life? The thing that I think is that I, in some ways I say I'm, I was self-made and the fact that I crawled out of that myself, but truly Mm -hmm. no one is self-made. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I had, I found books, I found Mm -hmm. podcasts, I found, I read and absorbed everything that I could. Um, So Mm -hmm. it took me probably longer. And I'll say even years longer than it should have, because I just Mm -hmm. kept testing things and there was no true methodology to it. Mm -hmm. And it was until I came across the science of Ayurveda, until I came across a real method of how things are connected, that finally Mm -hmm. I was able to spring off. And that was that point for me in that mucky like waters of let me just try everything that nothing Mm -hmm. really worked it was moving me in the right direction I should say a little bit but it was when I found Ayurveda when I found yoga and these other principles that Mm -hmm. all connected and Mm -hmm. it was like western science tying with eastern science and I'm like once they find harmony that's when I was like I found gold here Mm -hmm. and that's where I feel like now everybody needs to know this because it becomes Mm -hmm. really empowering Mm -hmm. especially in a time that can feel so daunting or feel like we have no control. Right. And I love how you talked about, you know, everything coming and connecting with each other and just working together, essentially. I think that works in so many different areas in our life that we don't even realize it, especially when trying to take on different tasks or um, pursue different goals or dreams. Um, Just find things that work together, things that complement each other. And I think that's the way to make those things work and stay sane, essentially. <laughs> it's so important. It's so important. What are yes. some of the things that you've like felt have been like your ways that you stay sane? Um, let's see. So I try to stop working by 8.30 every night, but honestly, that doesn't work. Because like, okay, I look at it this way, like, you know, I have, you know, they have the books where it says the four hour work week, but let's just be real. I have a lot of things going on and I can't, I, I don't, I can work for four hours straight and still not be done. It's like, I can do that, but I feel like I just have so much to get done in a day. A four hour work day does not work for me. Yeah, so I'm I think like, it's I'm, I, I'm still looking for that four hour work week. I hear you. Right. I'm 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 trying. I'm trying, but I'm like, okay, like four hours is up, but just think about it. For instance, I have other things to do. I'm running three businesses right now and doing the podcast. Today alone, I had four podcast interviews. Wow. Each of, each of those 45 minutes each of time blocked off. So that's already four hours plus all the other things that I have to do. So how in the world am I supposed to have a four hour work week? 
Um, <laughs> but other than that, I think, um, you know, I try to stop working early. Um, I might get up a little bit earlier than usual and just kind of like, instead of getting up and getting right to work, I like to get up early enough to be able to enjoy myself. So I think that's one way that I do stay sane. Some people say, you know, like, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to get up right before. No, but it's I like, it's like a gradual climb, like a gradual increase. Yes. You have to kind of work yourself into the day because if you don't, you're just going to be stressed out. No, so. I please stick with that because <laughs> there is a real, there's so much to say, like in the sciences of like starting your mm-hmm. energy by slowly coming into the day versus yes. like waking up at nine o'clock, turning on your laptop and saying like, I'm here for work. Like that doesn't do that. feel good. It doesn't because it's like you're just exhausting yourself. Me, I feel like if I have the ability to just wake up, maybe just lay there for an hour, might turn on the TV, watch a couple of shows really quick, and then I can start my day. And now I feel like I'm not just dragging throughout the day. I feel like I'm not rushing myself into something. And it just gives me for an overall better day. So... (laughs) Uh, keep that up for sure. You know, they talk mm-hmm. about in Ayurveda circadian rhythms and how mm-hmm. much of an effect yes. they have. And so Listen. when you get up, your energy, you want to like ease into the day. Mm-hmm. You want your most fiery self to come out during your work day, which happens to be, you know, when the sun is rising and it's high. And, mm-hmm. and then as the sun sets, notice how our energy changes. We want to go inside. Yes. We want to close off for the day. We want to eat and go to bed. And if you're starting to live into that rhythm, it's so much mm-hmm. better than just sleep as late as you can, get out of bed, rush, that mm-hmm. rushing just creates so much unnecessary anxiety that you might be able to control by getting up. Yeah. A little earlier. No, definitely. And I think, um, I love that you touched on the circadian rhythm because, you know, my background is science and medicine, like I graduated a degree in biomedical sciences. So I'm really like interested in that stuff. I just didn't take a pathway there, but, um, like I learned, I was reading somewhere on like a medical journals journal or something about how your circadian rhythm, you know, it definitely is uh, correlated with the sun, like we talked about, and how disrupting that can lead to so much disruption within your body. And, you know, you have a lot of people that are like, I work better at night, da, 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 da. And honestly, it's not good. It's not healthy for you. In the long run, it's going to destroy you. And it talks about how, you know, males are more susceptible to heart diseases, um, you know, at earlier ages. But once women hit menopause, we're just, our, our time doubles because we have a hormone in our ovaries that, you know, protects us to be able to stay up a little later. But, you know, creating those habits when you're younger, just fall into your, you know, older routine. So it's crazy how like little things like that, like just, we're supposed to be doing stuff, but we're destroying our body by going against it. It's so true. And, you know, I've been in New York City for the past 15 years, and you just don't even realize, like, when the sun rises and sets anymore, because it's mm-hmm. such a, like, I don't know, concrete jungle, for lack of a better term, right? It's like, you don't even some days see the sun, because you mm-hmm. get into work before the sun truly rises, mm-hmm. you when the sun is set, and then it really does have a funk on your rhythm. And I literally Mm -hmm. am working with a client right now. And after the first session, she just kept saying, I'm not sleeping. I'm waking up Mm -hmm. at weird times. I was like, go outside for 15 minutes at the same time every day. And within three days, she was like, 
I'm waking up at my normal time and my energy is mm-hmm. better. And she's like, I definitely still see room for improvement, but like a mm-hmm. huge shift just by getting outside. And I yeah. think the work from home is making it a little bit worse because we're not mm-hmm. even commuting somewhere. You're mm-hmm. literally just going right from the bed to the, the, bed. To, the t- to the desk. <laughs> That's it. But like me, like I've noticed that I'm drained if I don't get outside for at least 10 to 15 minutes. I am drained. And I feel it because it's like my body is not connecting with its natural resources Mm -hmm. and things like that. So it's a listen, it's amazing. Like I'm honestly totally fascinated with how our bodies work and are totally connected with everything in this world. I just couldn't like do it as a profession. (laughs) It's like a part of you, you know, it's like maybe you don't use this muscle all the time, but you still have a really, you know strong bicep type of thing you're like I could talk biomedical science whenever and I like that Mm -hmm. but it's just not like you know not something I was going to say because I just feel like you know our world is filled with politics and we want to make all these changes I feel like women um everyone essentially like just wants to make a difference wants to be able to make a change but with the politics that we have it is I will be so frustrated in the industry. I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I will be frustrated because there's so many people that need help and then you can't help them because people want to take away health care and all of these other things. And uh, it's, just, it's, listen, challenge. I just have to sigh. <laughs> I know. It's such a challenging time. You know, even in like, how do we take care of ourselves? Like the whole science that I follow isn't mm-hmm. covered by insurance or it's like right. you know so all of this is out of pocket and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it becomes like a luxury type of thing and like right. so that's one of my missions to say like okay well it doesn't have to be it's like right. if you follow certain principles then it can be simply applicable into my own life if you want you know the tesla of mm-hmm. health yes you can have that too mm-hmm. but like ayurveda is very accessible and a lot of these sciences how we can take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. you know even think about as we're going into the fall winter and I know in Florida Mm -hmm. it's not you're not going to deal with that listen we're at 60 (laughs) but when we wake up by eight o'clock it's like 70 by 10 o'clock oh it's like 80 degrees outside so we're good we're good (laughs) yeah you're like you are totally fine but like getting vitamin d is so good we're like us uh, that are in the more north you're like okay well what do we do you know how do we Mm -hmm. boost our immunity what do we do and mm-hmm. it's these little things, getting outside, moving your body mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. You don't have to like, mm-hmm. you know, make a whole day of it, of your well-being. You have to mm-hmm. carve some time into taking care right. of yourself. No, definitely. And I had um, a physical therapist on my show where she talked about how she put this into a very good perspective that I didn't even think about. And she talked about what does water do when it sits still for an extended period of time? It like stagnates, it gets smelly. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it like becomes like infectious and yeah. bacteria builds and all yes. those things. So think about our bodies, 70% water. So we're sitting at a desk sometimes eight hours a day. What's happening with our body if we're not moving? Stagnation, absolutely. And that's why right. is so important. They, mm-hmm. you know, prana moves and like like you said like the water is still and they even say Mm -hmm. like if there's pain there's often stagnation and Mm -hmm. so what is their stagnation 
women with irregular menstrual cycles, individuals who can't have bowel movements. Think about that stagnation if mm-hmm. you're not going every single day, things like mm-hmm. that. It's like, wow, it really can be fixed if you mm-hmm. just move your body more or just keep things in that cycle coming in mm-hmm. through food, going out mm-hmm. through skin, urine, waste, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I love this conversation because, you know, I'm really into we're provided all of these natural resources. Our body has the capability to be able to heal itself. We're able to have natural things and within our environment, within our earth that's given to us that can essentially heal us, but we're not, you know, investing in educating in everyone on being able to heal yourself because mm-hmm. politics. <laughs> It's like, if I were to have like my own school, it would be like, everybody learns how to like balance a checkbook and save money. Mm-hmm. And then the other yes. one is like <laughs> self-care, um, mm-hmm. like how to, yeah, how to manage your own well-being, your own health yes. so that no, you can again, take the reins. Like there's so little we truly have control over. And I think if nothing else, COVID taught us all that where we're mm-hmm. like, I have, I can control my life. And it's like, no, we actually have such little control. But like right. what we say, how we eat, like the thing, those little things are actually, they give us the greatest power. Mm-hmm. No, most definitely. I totally agree because my body feels it if I'm eating wrong. Like I'm, I'm newly trying to shift into the Mediterranean diet. And I don't think it's going to be that hard because most of the things that are within the diet, I already kind of eat and the other things I've already eliminated. So I don't think it's going to be that hard. It's just that when you're living in a house with people who aren't on the same wave as you, it's just like, uh. harder. <laughs> harder. But I will say for you, it would work out better because you live in a warm Mediterranean like climate. You know, mm-hmm. for me, that wouldn't actually benefit me that long. Maybe in the summer it would work. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us like try to be like, I'm going to eat like the Europeans because they're the healthiest. But if you're mm-hmm. not in that similar climate, it actually can be harder. It's like, it doesn't work that way. So that's right. why it's like eating local. But I love that because you can totally absorb that where you are right. in Florida and bring that into your life. Right. I think it's kind of like, you know, kind of taking these diets and everything is good in moderation, essentially. So yes. I think just being able to consume like natural things in moderation is Cause like you can be sitting here eating like a vegan, like vegan meal and still get fat if you're just like dousing everything or even like those impossible burgers. Like all vegans will tell you that they are probably like the worst thing for you to eat because Mm -hmm. of so much processing that goes into it. No, it's not. And it it tastes good, but (laughs) it's not realistic for you to be consuming on a regular basis. I hear that so often. That's like a whole other like 20 minute conversation about like vegan <laughs> junk food and like not really being of service to you or your body, but it's uh-huh. so true. It's like really figuring out like how you can stay vital in mm-hmm. this time because that's what we all need. We need more energy, immunity, and we also mm-hmm. need the confidence. Like when I take care of my body, I mm-hmm. exude that, you know, like I feel empowered because I take mm-hmm. care of myself and there's just something really powerful to be able to do that. And we all have that power within us that we can do the mm-hmm. small things that make right sense. no definitely because when I eat right I feel so good I'm so productive my skin is clear my skin is glowing um like I try a vegan you know I was a part-time vegan I'll say that 
Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'll eat it for like two meals a day. My last meal is not going to be vegan. <laughs> and it depends, I, you know, like Oreos are vegan. So it's like, yeah. again, like if you're eating just Oreos and like fried <laughs> tofu, like it's not going to work, you know? at all oh my gosh like it's you know you gotta really try to do it the right way and not do the junk food part of the diet because you do that is not gonna work at all um what would you say has been a shift in your mindset that has been essentially a turn for the good for you during this time or just in general or however you want to answer during yeah, this time in general whatever I think one thing that's been really powerful for me is understanding that connectedness to nature like I think we even like flirted with the idea of it before of like how like wow like with circadian rhythms we feel better but really like we are just a drop in the ocean of Mm -hmm. nature and so when I can start to really acclimate to where I am then I and I can move in the rhythm of that things are better so for mm-hmm. example, if I were, if you were to come up and visit me and you didn't have a winter coat, like you mm-hmm. would not be going with the flow, you know, like, no, I'll be like staying in the house. <laughs> yeah. And so this idea of like understanding what your environment is. And so we can all look out the window and see what our environment is, but what about mm-hmm. your corporate and work environment? What about mm-hmm. your relationships at home? Each of those environments have different elements that can mm-hmm. affect us and that truly can affect our well-being. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to say, well, what do I see? What am I experiencing? And it's finding mm-hmm. the balance to that. So mm-hmm. if I have, let's say, a work environment where people are just kind of like, there's a lot of noise, people are on meetings all day, on phone calls, screaming back and forth, then maybe the best medicine for me is quiet nights mm-hmm. of TV or peaceful jazz music or something that then gets me out of that chaotic state into a more Mm -hmm. peaceful state or Mm -hmm. even the opposite is true if maybe there's no stimulation you sit at your work desk all day maybe you have to go outside like you said for 15 minutes just to see color just to Mm -hmm. see something in 3d and that's Mm -hmm. where you find the balance of like noticing what's off right now and how Mm -hmm. can you bring that back into balance I love that. I love that. And, you know, just kind of realizing like things that trigger you, stressors, like just imagine like someone coming home every day and just complaining about their day every day. That's not healthy for your body. It's really not for your mental state. (laughs) None of that. So I think we have to kind of realize things that are negative in our environment and not necessarily like, I mean, sometimes things can't be removed all the time, but try to like, like you said, it has to be a balance. You have to, if you do have this going on in your life, then you need to combat it with something else so that it kind of balances it out and you're not constantly dealing with stressors. Absolutely. Yeah. In Ayurveda, there's a really beautiful saying that I like, and it's just at least something you can take with you or to all your listeners who are listening. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea that like increases like and opposites create balance. Mm -hmm. So hot water plus boiling water equals more hot water. Water plus ice equals cold water, right? The idea Mm -hmm. though in Ayurveda and a lot of these sciences is where can I find balance and where can I find harmony? So it's Mm -hmm. in that tap water right the like room temperature water that Uh 
things can flow a little bit easier. And think about like someone who's really worked up with hives or rashes and then they love spicy food and they have a work schedule where they just work all day and night. Like that's not balanced. What that person needs is more cooling foods, coconut curry or like cooling coconut curries or aloe vera, rose water, you know, these things that balance that person's like fire. And so think about what's happening in your life. If you're not sleeping, how can Mm. you balance that? Maybe it's an extra blanket at night to feel more grounded. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. massaging your feet. It's the little things that you can Mm -hmm. do that will make the big impact in your energy, your productivity, just your overall well-being and happiness for sure. Mm -hmm. You have that power. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that finding balance. And I love how you just talked about, um, you know, finding a, putting an extra blanket just to feel weighed down a little bit. (laughs) It's it's so funny because like me, when I go to sleep, I like it to be like cold, but not like too cold, but you know, cold enough for where you're not like sweating. But I always have to have like a comforter or like a blanket right over my feet for some reason, just something to be feel weighed down. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing, but it's like you, it's crazy. Like how certain feelings in our body give us comfort or give us that sense of balance. Touch. So really quickly. So there's, so in according to Ayurveda, and I love this too, because the definition for health is comprised of four things, Mm -hmm. mind, body, soul, which a lot of us know, but the fourth one, which we never talk about, are the five senses. Mm-hmm. So touch, taste, smell, um, hearing, and mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. Skip one, But anyway, I think I got them all. <laughs> Using those five senses. So for you, that touch is really helpful. That groundedness, the feeling on your feet, that mm-hmm. gives you balance where mm-hmm. maybe you're experiencing something. If there's a lot of stress, it feels comforting. And think mm-hmm. about how the weighted blanket market is just like killing it right now because a lot of yes. us are stressed. We need to be like softened, like shh, okay. You Listen, know, weighted blankets are a killer. Don't put them around me while I'm trying to do anything because I'm going to be knocked out. Out, right? <laughs> and it has that beautiful quality where, like, if we're always in our mind and like we're all over the place and running from mm-hmm. meeting to meeting, like sometimes when we're stressed out, we just need to be grounded, like. Mm-hmm. and it feels comforting yes no I love it and I love that just the topic of being able to find balance in your life I think that is the topic finding balance in your life to find peace find peace that sounds great <laughs> subscribe <laughs> hit the subscribe button like this I'm like for sure I mean I think like we could all use a little bit more peace right now like we're living in the middle of like a perpetual like crazy tornado. time <laughs> yeah. so I think we all need to find a little bit more groundedness more peace and that's no, like you kind of have said this a few times but I can't say it enough of like take control of the things that you have the mm-hmm. power over maybe it's five minutes of breathing before bed maybe it's mm-hmm. while you're sitting on the toilet while your kids are screaming on the other <laughs> side of the bathroom door but like take your moment take your breath find your mm-hmm. peace because it doesn't feel it like self-care is not chocolate cake, Mm -hmm. rainbows, and spa days. Mm -hmm. It is the little things that you do every single day that improve your overall well-being. Yeah. And some of those things that you try to avoid are the things that you need to be paying attention to. So that's a word for the day. Find your balance, find your peace, all that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so if you had to say one thing to women and girls around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations, what would it be? Go inward. Do the work within. Because don't worry about what somebody's going to say to you or what they think about you. Everybody has a different opinion. Everybody has different expectations of you. But when you're living authentically within yourself, within your own purpose, mm-hmm. you'll be confident. When you live truly to who you are, you don't need to look left or right to see what is she doing. Mm-hmm. You're living your purpose. So keep doing that inner work. I love it. I love it. Before we end, I want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you for services or just be able to follow your journey. How can they do that? Yeah, thank you so much. I would love to connect with this amazing community and you can find me at akalowawellness.com. Every Wednesday for the month, uh, for the year of 2020, we're doing Wellness Wednesdays where we just talk about little things that can help benefit your overall health and well-being. So anything from coffee alternatives to finding boundaries in your own workplace and so all of that. And then the last thing is that we have a white paper that just is going out and I'll give that to you for the show notes. And in that paper, it talks about the effects of stress in women in the workplace right now and I think it'd be really great for you for anybody who resonates with today's message of finding balance. I love it. I love it. Well, we thank you so much, Lauren, for coming and sharing and being the light to the audience. Um, It was a wonderful conversation. We thank everyone once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.